0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, my name is Shadeen and I'm the host. Um, I know that this Sunday was Halloween, so I hope you guys had a fantastic Halloween or Halloween weekend. If you didn't, there's always next year. It's never too early to start planning, so you know what you gotta do. Um, I know that when you're listening to this, it's Tuesday, so I'm really sorry that I just, I didn't upload Monday. The first time this episode was recorded, it just was not speaking to me. It was not it and i wanted to change things up i feel like i had more to say on the topic so we did something kind of different this week we have a guest joining us so we'll talk about that after our sponsor break yes we have a sponsor um also after the ad the audio is going to change um as we have a guest i had to record on zoom and the audio is just not great on my end i cannot fix that but Hopefully, we're just going to roll with the punches and move on. So, without further ado, commercial break. And we're back. Thank you for listening to the ad, and thank you to Anchor for sponsoring it. In today's episode, we're going to talk about friendships. It's so important for that girl to have a strong support system and surround herself with people that bring her up and are a good influence on her life. Maybe you're just listening because you want to be a better friend or understand your friendships more, or just want to hear two girls shoot the shit. This is also an episode of that is quite important for those girls like me, where they're in that limbo stage, fresh out of college or high school. Maybe your friends are either starting their lives or live far away, and you're transitioning from being constantly surrounded by a plentiful amount of friends to being surrounded by not even a handful. I feel like, although it can be really isolating, it's also a good time to reflect on the friendships you have. I know that I have learned a lot during this time about appreciating the friendships I already have and understanding the work that needs to be put into the friendships to maintain them long distance. And also realizing that sometimes a couple of close friends are better than an unlimited amount of subpar friends. I'd say that I'm really happy with where I stand with my friendships at this point in my life. And I am so happy to be welcoming one of my best friends on the show with me. So everyone say hi to Carolyn Kane
1: hi hello bestie yo bestie <laughs>
0: um i've been friends with carolyn since preschool and we've practically grown up together so it makes me really happy that she was willing to join me for this she's smart she's beautiful she's funny she's definitely that girl she recently graduated from the university of north florida where she played d1 beach volleyball and totally killed it oh and she's also a dog mom to a wonderful golden retriever named cooper And it's pretty sad because we are living almost 800 miles away, but just because we're not together all the time in person doesn't mean our friendship has weakened by any means. My two best friends, you and Gracie, are long distance, but I feel like that's made me appreciate you guys so much more. So thank you again for joining me. I know you're a busy lady, but I'm glad you were able to make
1: time for me. So how are you, Carolyn Kane? (laughs) You know what, Shadine? I am so good and I am so honored to be the first person on your podcast, your first guest. I have just been dreaming for this moment (laughs) as soon as you made the podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, I hope I get to go on. I'm doing really well, though. I now live in Chicago and I have a job. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of distance between us and it's super sad because of course I'd love to have you right next to me, but I'm so glad that we can make it work and just continue to grow our friendship and blossom so much.
0: No, yeah, I feel the same. I mean, we've been together from preschool until high school, so we had time to be close together then.
1: Yeah. And then but also off of that, like we weren't always bestie, bestie together 24/7 our whole lives. Like we yeah. have not to say that we have been an on-off friend. It's not that. It's just we've had different things in our lives. So it's like when you think of people that have best friends that are like literally t- together 24/7, I wouldn't define that as our relationship. Like I feel like yeah. we have our qualities where we are separate in our own, we're our own individual, but also we're best friends at the same time. And so we never let our differences get in between us I should say I think that's so
0: healthy too because like I feel like with my previous best friendships whatever that didn't work out we were just joined at the hip and that led to our downfall kind of like I mean we just we did not give each other the space to grow and become an individual So, so I feel like we definitely we kind of excelled in that part you know what I mean we did excel like high five virtual high five so Carolyn and I have been through thick and thin because we wanted to make our friendship last all these years. We grew up, we learned how to grow and heal a friendship through trial and error, and here we are 18 years later. So after 18 years of experience in the friendship department, we felt like it might be helpful to go over the importance of friendship, as well as how to maintain one through the tests of time. So I think we should first talk about the importance of friendships. Um yeah. I'm already really lucky because I have a strong support system with my family and they're pretty much my best friends but it's also so good to have people separate from them to confide in as, as well friendships are a vital part in personal growth and development they help you socialize and work in today's society and as a social species we kind of need human interaction to survive obviously
1: Did you want to redo sorry did you hear that what oh I got an email I went so I didn't know but you could hear it <laughs> I probably could, but I really don't care. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, I think it is really important for people to have friendships and have that person to confide in, especially because I just feel like your best friend knows you on a different level than your family does. Yeah. And that's same with your family. Your family might know you on a different level than your best friend does. So it's so good to have a network of people and to have someone to be able to have, spend time with and make memories with, but also for someone that when you're down and you, when you're not in a good place, to have someone to go to, to talk to, get advice from, and just have someone to comfort you. Yes, I totally agree with that. And that reminded me, you know, the saying,
0: blood is thicker than water. Yeah. Well, that's not the actual saying the actual saying is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. And that's pretty much saying that relationships formed by choice can be stronger than familial bonds and it's kind of like the opposite of what we all thought it was originally. I think that's important to say I think people should know that like that's the actual saying, Um, you can choose your family, it is possible. So just because we're not blood related doesn't mean we aren't sisters, okay? Yeah. I have three sisters. You, Gracie, my actual sister, Shazzy. <laughs> hey, well, hey. you're my only sister, so hey. <laughs> hey. But um, as I briefly mentioned, I believe that friendships are also really important for our own personal growth because friendships are a lot of work. I mean, sometimes people get annoyed at each other and that's totally normal. And it takes a lot of self-awareness, responsibility, and maturity to realize that. If you want a friendship to be as amazing as you hope and to last as long as you hope, then you have to put the effort in to get past these small rifts and
1: disagreements between two people. Mm -hmm. I think this goes into a piece of communication is the absolute key. I can't stress that enough because no matter what relationship you're in with your family or your friends or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, like you need to communicate. If you're not feeling happy or if you're not feeling like you're being loved, you need to communicate it. And I have learned that so hard from going into high school to college. If I feel a certain type of way, I want to let them know. And that also goes off with, if someone does something good, let them know that they did yes. good because that's like if you like that, you need to let them know. Hey, what you did made me feel really good. I really loved that because maybe they'll do it again, or maybe that will make them feel good that they made you feel good. Yeah, like appreciated, so we know mm-hmm. that they're valued in the friendship. Mm-hmm.
0: I honestly don't think I learned just how valuable and important communication was until I got into a romantic relationship. um My partner was so good at communication that I just had to match it, or it would have been. Done so from the beginning, and where I'm at now, I feel like I'm a decent friend, and I communicate so much better than the old me. It's ridiculous. Like if something's bothering me, I'm gonna communicate it and not just hide my feelings. If something makes me upset, I think about back in high school. I was so confused and lost when navigating friendships, and I was still learning. I mean, I was a baby. So because I didn't fully get the importance of communication, I wasn't the greatest friend in the world, but.
1: I'm proud of my growth, baby. Like I've worked hard, but yes, I feel the same way. I was struggling to find friends in high school that I felt like were just my forever friends. Yeah, And I think the reason that that was the situation is I never told anyone how I felt or how they made me feel. Right. And so when I was going into college, I, just was like, I'm going to start being more open. Like if someone hurts my feelings, I'm going to let them know they hurt my feelings. Or if someone is treating me poorly, I'm not going to be friends with them. It's a waste of time. There's so many people in the world that could be a great quality friend to you. You don't have to be with a specific person. Yes, I cannot agree more.
0: It's so important to communicate your feelings in a friendship if you want it to last and to be treated well. But also sometimes you just, you need to drop the people that just don't treat you the way that you deserve or- if they don't feel the need to communicate with you. There are so many people in the world just waiting for you to meet them. It's, it's so exciting, but if you're currently in a friendship where someone's hurt your feelings and you feel like it's something that's not irreparable, then communicating your feelings is a way to go. Sometimes people don't know how their actions impact you and it's kind of up to you to communicate that to them and move on.
1: I think also another key thing to friendships is effort. Like you need to put effort into your friendships. You need to go and you need to be the first person to reach out. Stop waiting for your friend to reach, reach out to you. Like if you want to go out at night, text someone, say, Hey, let's go out at night. If you're constantly waiting, your friendships will never be made. And that's also to go with stop being selfish a little bit. If your friend is dying to go to this Harry Styles concert and you absolutely hate him, but she's been begging you for weeks, he's been begging you for weeks, make some time. If they want to go enjoy that with you, Go and put some effort into the relationship. They will probably be returning the favor and be doing something that they don't want to do with you just as much. I think that goes into like sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You have to sacrifice yeah, yeah. a lot in
0: your friendships to maintain them. Like, And using the Harry Styles analogy, you'd be sacrificing your time and maybe your money to be listening to music you're not too fond of. But in exchange, you'd be spending time with a friend that thought of you and wanted to share a memory with you that'll mean the world to them. I mean, you know, obviously, if you can't afford the concert or if you have strict plans that day, there are exceptions. But if your only hesitation is that you'd rather be doing your own thing and maybe even try to change the plans with them to do something that you want to do, that's obviously going to cause a rift. Okay, you know, maybe that's not the best example, but the gist of it is, is that there's going to be scenarios in every friendship where you'll be put in a situation of compromise and sacrifice and we each have to give a little sometimes to show how much you care for that person's friendship Mm -hmm. and it's
1: so important to like actually do that don't be selfish absolutely that was kind of a silly situation too harry styles i probably could have come up with something better i mean he is so loved (laughs) like we do love him yeah um another
0: thing that i think is super important to maintain a friendship is avoiding letting your own personal struggles get in the way of your friendship like everything there are exceptions when it's unavoidable obviously But I'm thinking about myself back at certain points in in high school when I was definitely insecure at some times, and I was going through some stuff, and I was just in my own world. But, you know, at the time, I was very lucky where I had super understanding friends, but looking back, they definitely did not deserve to be pushed away because of my own insecurities and personal issues. Sometimes I would just go MIA for a few days at a time, even if they needed me. It's just, it's so easy to let your own issues ruin friendships. And if you think that you're the one acting that way, then maybe it's time to look inward and then talk to your friends and say, hey, I know I'm just, I'm going through some stuff, but I'm sorry, I'm not being the friend that I should be. Just by communicating that something's up instead of ignoring them is so much better than pushing them away without answering why.
1: Yeah, I actually have a great story on that topic. I mean, you know this, but This summer, I came back from college, and I got a job basically right away, and I was working from home every day, and I just was living at home with my mom. I wasn't going out. I wasn't trying to make an effort, and that was definitely a personal problem where I was consumed in my own depression of being not in school anymore, not being with my college friends, and then to... And then the whole summer passes and I have not done a single thing with any friends. And right before I moved to Chicago, Shadine and I, she texts me out of the blue and we meet up for coffee and I just tell her how hard the summer has been and that I've been in such a funk. And I realized, why didn't I reach out? I had every opportunity to put in the effort to like rekindle our friendship from after our, our long distance friendship in college but I didn't do any of that and so I feel like that goes into my problem was I had issues with being lonely after school and I did absolutely nothing about it and I feel like that hurt our friendship because there was tons of opportunity where we could have done something and you even invited me out and I said no and that's just a great example for that I feel like but now that made us so much closer because we talked about it and now we have been talking almost every week.
0: Yes and I think that also goes into like another part to build up friendships is sharing secrets and keeping them. Yeah. By sharing a part of you that's at least a little personal it's showing that you trust this person with a piece of you and I mean obviously know your limits and hopefully you'll understand that not everyone is safe with your secrets but when you reveal a part of yourself that's really private and personal and like you're vulnerable to someone it builds trust that you're willing to put on that front or take off that front and like
1: put it all out there and so it's because I trusted you yeah we have built this friendship so you need to be a good friend and have I shouldn't say you should have trust in each other it's you should be a great friend so that your friend trusts you and then ultimately like you will all both have trust in each other and if somehow someone were to break the trust and break the friendship you can still grow the trust back but it might just take some time but it is a key thing for sure in a friendship
0: no i agree trust me i agree um (laughs) I think part of being that girl in like social media's ideology is to be the perfect girl, you know, I mean, like, you should have everything together in life, including your diet, your exercise, your skincare, friendships, relationships, studies, all of it. But I mean, that's just not the case by any means. I know that I'm that girl, just as you are and everyone listening. And why? Because our lives aren't perfect. And we're not always the perfect friends. and We don't always have the perfect routines. We're just humans that are doing our best to learn, to grow, to understand not only the meaning of our own existence, but everyone else's. We're imperfect and we mess up and we have to own up to our own mistakes when we let other people down and ourselves. Because once you take that first step in admitting that there's a problem, you're able to look towards solutions. And being that girl is all about learning and striving to be better. hmm And that goes with friendships too. Carolyn and I have worked so hard on creating a friendship with a solid foundation so our long distance works, but there was a time where I did something just so dumb and reckless and I really didn't think that she would forgive me. But this girl, ladies and gentlemen, this girl without really hesitating forgave me. And although me apologizing and her forgiving me didn't fix what I did, I was honest and I hadn't broken her trust before that. So she was able to see past my hiccup and continue our friendship.
1: And I think to go off that point, I want to stress that I didn't want to be selfish. Like, I feel like to be mad at you would have been very selfish of me. You are a great human being and you have so many great qualities. So (laughs) to take you out of my life for a silly mistake that you might have made or a silly thing that Like it just doesn't, it shouldn't have. And I feel like that people are just too self-consumed to not let things go. You need to let it go. Like life is life. Things will happen. And I love being friends with you. So because I I love being friends with you, I didn't think this silly thing that came between us should have broken up our friendship. Yeah, I thank you. Thank
0: you, Carolyn. I love you.
1: I love you too. I feel like this podcast episode
0: is definitely like all over the place but I kind of like it though I feel like it's very casual and like it's very you know that podcast you're talking about like super gossipy Mm -hmm. and everything I think it's fun like that like we're doing something different today and I hope people are like listening and drinking a cup of coffee or like driving and just like, oh my God, those girls are so silly.
1: (laughs) And also I'd love to point out that this is totally unscripted. We're just casually talking and truly it's our opinion. It's just something that we went through in life that this is how we feel. This is the experiences we went through, but people go through so many different experiences. So what we're saying right now should also be taken with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah. Like it's definitely a case by case basis. And yeah, I th- I've had multiple friendships like I have multiple friendships now and I've had multiple ones in the past and they're all completely unique completely different we talked about this yesterday Carolyn how like yeah each friendship is totally different we're not going to have the same bond or circumstances and personalities within each friendship and that's so beautiful connecting with people of different personalities through different circumstances can be so fun and exciting and while you're meeting different people and forming new friendships and relationships You'll find feelings of joy that might be consistent among your friends, but maybe in different ways. Like between you, Gracie, and friends from Virginia Tech or JMU, you're also special to me in different ways, but you make me happy nonetheless. I mean, you all have such different backstories and goals and personalities, which means each friendship requires a different type of care. Because like we said, friendships are a case-by-case basis.
1: Love you. Love you. No, but seriously, it is true. I cannot say that I have a single friend that is like you. There are so many people that are different. My friends from Florida, they are so unique in their own way, and they bring so much joy to my life in different ways. And you bring so much joy to my life in a, such a different way, and I love that because I feel like that's the, the goal for a well-rounded life is to be able to do everything with everyone. And yeah. Find different aspects that you enjoy, and also if you only find people. Let's say that I'm in a book club, and I only have friends that are in book club. But you know what? I really like rock climbing, and I don't have any friends that like rock climbing. My book club friends are probably not going to come rock climbing with me. So it's yeah. a great to have a well-rounded life and a well-rounded friendship. And I think growing up, especially in middle school, and funnily enough, on social media,
0: there's sometimes this this like pressure to have both an ungodly amount of friends or just one super close bestie where you're joined at the hip, but that's not at all what we're saying. We're saying that there is a beauty in making new friends based on different interests that you have and just getting to know new people and expanding your horizons and seeing who the universe has to offer you. And by making new friends, not only are you able to make new memories and not limit yourself, But you're also able to give yourself the opportunity to work on yourself through learning responsibility, maturity, sacrifice, and empathy, especially empathy. And I feel like we're also saying that if you find people that you feel a strong connection with, pursue it. And if you're willing to make this friendship last for as long as you can, put in the work and it will. I mean, yeah, it's a two-sided thing where you both need to put the work in. But if you just do what you can, even if it doesn't work out, you can say that you tried. I know growing up for me, there were times where I felt sad that I didn't have a solid, consistent group of people that I always hung out with. But now that I'm older, I don't see that as a bad thing because I was friends with people in different social groups in school and I never felt limited in my friendships. You know, Mm -hmm. I had a couple of close friends that I really trusted and then a variety of friends scattered around that I love, you know, trusted too, but not to the extreme that I trust you or Gracie. Another point that I really want to touch down a bit more intensely is dealing with conflict. We said earlier, relationships require honesty, trust, open communication, sacrifice, things like that. And in almost every friendship, there will come a time where you'll get mad at them or sad or frustrated at each other. That's inevitable. Just as much as you'd like to avoid conflict, it has to happen. And when it does arise, you have a few poor options, you know, you could either let it fester and bottle up, you could explode in a fiery fit of rage, you could go sem, or you could, and this is probably my biggest pet peeve, act petty and talk to everybody else but the person you're having an issue with. None of these are ideal and almost every time they lead to like a bigger fight and sometimes even broken friendships, it's messy. Instead of these, maybe just try telling them how you feel. A lot of the times, the person you're mad at might not even know that they did something wrong. So if you don't tell them and you let it bottle up or whatever, it'll eventually like spiral into something so much worse. I mean, if the person did something so bad, like sleep with your entire family, then maybe it's best to just ghost. But I'm obviously referring to smaller things. The like gist of it is conflict arises in all relationships, but it's up to you both to decide if you're willing to work it out maturely.
1: Mm-hmm. In high school, this is definitely something that I have learned and I'm still growing with dealing with conflicts growing up. I would say I would let things bottle up, but they would build. Yeah. I would I would get angry about and I probably have anger management issues, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I would let little things get to me so badly and they would build up and build up until one day my bottle would explode and it was never good. And also if you made me mad or if you hurt my feelings, I should say, if if my bottle exploded, I cut you out of my life. I did not want to have you as a friend anymore, which has been great because now I'm really aware if someone's not a great friend, they don't need to be in my life. So I'm very good about not keeping a friendship if they're toxic. However, it never, I never got resolution. I never was able to fix things. And now I'm way better at being like, okay, this one thing happened. I'm not going to let this one thing sit and just pester me because it's never going to go away. And that person will never know you feel like that unless you explain it to them. So I would say it's something that I have grown a lot in. And now I'm way better at communication and dealing with the conflicts because, I'm seriously one to let things bottle up. It is, or I shouldn't say anymore, but I was, I was, it was very bad. And then it would be an explosive amount of emotions. I would be angry. I would be sad. I would be crying to my mom all the time about little stuff that but I would I would make a list I'd be like mom this is why I'm mad one two three the all these things happened and now I'm like okay if that one thing happened why didn't I say that right away so that they could have fixed it and maybe it wouldn't have happened in the future
0: yeah no I totally agree with that like I used to do the same exact thing a lot of these poor coping mechanisms and friendships I feel like can stem from other relationships or personal problems but that just kind of explains it and not really excuses it. I mean, I definitely used to bottle up stuff sometimes because I either didn't want to cause a problem or I didn't really know how to confront someone someone respectfully. Uh, you know, I didn't always do it though. Like I never really bottled up my feelings around you. And I think I did with other people because I didn't really know them as long as I've known you. And it wasn't as comfortable as I am with you. Yeah, I am comfortable with you. Yeah. Like my actual sister and I, will fight but we're so comfortable with her or with each other. And we understand each other so well that we'll just hash it out whenever our feelings get hurt, then move on, not even like five minutes later. Anyway, I don't really think I realized how much I bottled things up with other friends until college, when I had more alone time because of school and work, and I was able to reflect on my own problems. But when I did, I guess, I kind of realized that when I explode, it, it means that I'm shutting the door on any hope of reconciliation, even if I really loved the friendship that I had, but that was five years ago, I think. Like, that's the last time that I probably did that stuff, and I'm so much better with it now, and despite how I used to handle conflict, I was growing up, and I was dumb, and I still respect the friendships that I had, and I'm so thankful for every single one of them. 100%
1: and I'm so grateful that everything every single detail that has ever gone in my life has gone on because I feel like it has made me the person I am today and it's helped me become a better nicer person so that I can have better nicer relationships
0: yes yes and adding on to the whole don't regret any friendship failed or not because it shapes you into the person you are today it's okay to view friendships for selfish reasons That's a weird way to phrase it. I just, I can't think of a more positive word at the moment. Anyway, looking at Carolyn, if you don't know her, she's actually like one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. She's sociable. You love her. She's super empathetic and she's always looking for an adventure. She's just overall an ideal, amazing friend. And along the way of her self-discovery journey, friends were made and others were lost. We all lose friends. We all gain friends. We all have memories made. Those little things will build us into people like Carolyn. If we let them shape us in a
1: positive manner. hundred percent. And if you're in a toxic relationship, you need to be selfish and get out. Yeah. I heard a story this weekend of a girl who is dating this guy and he's really just super toxic. She's spending all her money on him. He's taking full advantage of her. And her friends have been telling her for years that this guy's no good. And she just stays with him. And in my mind, I didn't want to speak up, but I'm thinking there's so many people out there. The world is so large. I would love to have the number right now, (laughs) how many people there are in this world, because you will find a new best friend. You will find a new significant other. It's, It's a large world. Why would you spend the one life you have? where you don't have a lot of time in a toxic relationship that's bringing you down yeah 100% um I think a lot
0: about that actually yeah I think about that a lot actually um I'm gonna use a cliche simile I saw on Instagram a while ago but I found it to be super true and insightful and it kind of like added on to it but people are like seasons you've probably heard of that before but it's true Some people are like trees where despite the leaves changing, the snow coming, the temperatures rising and falling, whatever, they're always there for you. Then there are people that are the leaves where they stick around for a while, then slowly leave when the time calls for them to go. And some people are snow, you know, where they make a brief entrance and it's either beautiful or full of dirt and pee, you know, and some people are like the temperatures where they rise and fall or go in and out of your life sometimes reappearing and disappearing again. But the gist of it is is that not everybody is meant to stay permanently. I mean, some people are just are meant to be there for you for just a short amount of time. And that's not always a bad thing. I think back to some friendships I've had with people that lasted like a semester at college, maybe a year or two. And we had to go our separate ways just because that's what the universe wanted. It wasn't like there's any fighting or anything bad between us. I'm so grateful for that brief. But memorable and amazing time with them. There are also some people that I've connected with and to no fault of our own, we just have personalities that were either way too similar or way too different for our own good. And instead of wasting time struggling and disagreeing, we just learned that we just learned what we could from our relationship and moved on, just like how the seasons move on. No matter what though, I always learned something for myself and for my next or other friendships that I have. And Like I already said, I am so grateful for the relationships I have with them at that point in time. Like they were Mm -hmm. so, they were meant for me then, you know?
1: Absolutely. And the struggles that you guys might have gone through, I think it will build both of you in different ways. And that's just what I feel like society is all about is life lessons and learning to be a better human. And so it's, it's all great things. Like even the bad is good. Yeah. You got to find the good and the bad. Mm Mm-hmm that's some good information. So I know we kind of touched down on how
0: important it is to put effort into your friendships, even if that means sacrifice. But I kind of want to talk about allocating time for your friends. Yeah, they're similar topics, but I'm not really thinking about things like making the first move or reaching out or attending a concert because your friend wants to even though you don't like it. I'm also thinking that friendships can be time consuming, but it's definitely time well spent with the right people. I mean, Carolyn is a busy person. She's working, she's freshly moved, she's starting her life and traveling and she's a dog, you know? But despite all of that, she still dedicates time to talking to me and even wanted to join me on the show. So yeah, sure, I've gone months about talking to some people, but we can pick up right where we left off, but that's not always the case for some other people. And sometimes you just don't want to do that because of FOMO, you know?
1: Yes, I do think that, making time for each other is really important. I think I probably did a bad job, especially in college, making time for friends that weren't with me in the present time. I mean, I was very, very busy in college with athletics. So understandable though. You were like, you were an athlete. It was understandable, but I just don't think it's an excuse. I think that I should have definitely reached out, not only to you, but just to other friends. And even right now when I'm in Chicago, like reaching out to my Florida friends, I... I could definitely do a better job of just checking in with them. I, um, I've i been better at it. I've been better, but it's definitely something that I want to be the best I can be at it. And I think it's so important because, like I said earlier, you can't be waiting on other people to do your dirty work almost. You yeah. have to say that in a bad way. Like a friend is dirty work. Like I can't be sitting around all the day, all the time saying, I wish Shadeem would just call me or I wish Shadeen, I miss Shadeem. I wish she would just text me. Like if I feel that way, why can't I just text you? Like I need to make more time for sure. And also I want to have multiple friendships where I can call if I wanted to call on someone or I want to meet up with someone. I want to be able to be like, Hey, let's meet up this Wednesday. I miss you. I'd love to chat with you. And it not be awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair, since you've moved to Chicago, I personally feel like
0: you've been calling me pretty regularly and it's definitely making me want to be more engaged. So I think that's a cool example of how you making extra time for me makes me want to be a better friend to you. And when you said that you want to make time for a variety of friends, I I don't really know how it reminded me but it reminded me of another point I thought would be pretty important to bring up. Just try not to force a friendship that's not there. Sometimes we meet people that are so cool and we want to be their friend and trust them despite any red flags that either you, your family, or your other trusted friends have seen and you just end up putting all of your eggs into one basket hoping they don't crack them. I used to really give everything I had to one person at a time and just trust them with everything, everything that I had. And and I already said I don't regret any friendships because I've learned. But sometimes I think back to old friendships and kind of cringe out a little because of how much I overshared with someone hoping they'll give me something in return, only to be disappointed and scared that they'll share my secrets with other people.
1: Well, I don't think also it's such a bad thing for you to share your personal life with them. But I think it goes into the consideration of you need to refill your cup. So if you're constantly filling your cup into their cup and they're not giving you anything back in return, then you're just going to be drained and empty. And by the end of it, what did you really gain out of it? Right. Yeah. There definitely needs to be like a reciprocation going on in a friendship, not just one sided. And it doesn't have to be, we keep talking about secrets or stuff like that. It doesn't have to be all about secrets, but even if you're constantly planning the dinner and, or the lunch or the meetup, and I never plan anything it's just like, you're begging t- to be my friend and no yeah. one wants to be friends with someone that you're just like constantly pulling at saying, be my friend, like, let's do stuff. And if you're getting, awesome. not getting in anything return, it's just so tiring. Like it's time yeah. wasting and you're like, why did I do this? It's not worth it. I'm just going to make a new friend or I'm going to just rekindle other ones or put, put more, put the time I'm putting in now into stuff that could be more worth my time. Yeah, I agree oh my, we have, like, what have you even talked about? We have gone everywhere.
0: We talked about the importance of friendships, having someone to talk to. We talked about how to maintain by building trust, open communication, honesty, repairing conflicts, things like that, growing as a person through friendships. I think we don't have like a set uh, outline of what we've talked about, but I feel like we've talked about a lot so far, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Go, Go us. Go us and I'll tell a little bit more about our friendship though because I mean you brought it up but it's just such a crazy story so we went to it was like a pre-preschool so it's basically daycare yeah. for the kids that weren't old enough to go to preschool and it was the best thing ever it was so fun if y'all went to Bluemont, you know what's up um and so we just became best friends that way and we would go hang out we would have fun and then in elementary school we still were friends but honestly we were barely in each other's classes like in yeah. elementary school we weren't really in each other maybe every like one one or two years yeah and then in middle school same thing like we were never in each other's classes yeah. and also, you're like school, doing volleyball and I was like doing soccer yeah.
0: and like dumb stuff yeah.
1: <laughs> and then in high school we were in an art class always together but I think maybe a science class but other than that like we were never in each other's classes I loved what ISR the science research class yes yeah. I know I was like we weren't in each other's classes except for science <laughs> <laughs> which was the silliest but funnest class ever
0: it was a train wreck I have never cried no I cried a lot
1: from a lot of classes but I cried a lot <laughs> because of that class it was wild yeah but we always became friends. Like we were always friends. And I honestly, I feel like my favorite part of our friendship besides preschool the I mean, besides daycare, because that was just so fun, but That's I think so my funny. favorite part of our friendship is our high school friendship. I mean, I don't know about you, but yeah, I think it's I my agree. favorite part of our friendship because, and obviously now, but because I think I was struggling so hard to make friends in high school that like our senior year, we just really connected. And I was like, wow, I love Shadine. And I can't believe we've been as friends for as long as we have and that we've been able to hang out for as long as we have and do as much fun stuff together. Like, shout out Animal Club. Yes,
0: Animal Club. If you don't know what Animal Club was, I'm pretty sure a lot of you don't. But in elementary school, I used to bring like 20 kids over to my house on Fridays. And we go to the creek as the official animal club and clean it, learn about animals, plant trees. And like, we went to the, the animal train. shelter.
1: Like we, we just did, did yeah. fun stuff, fun good yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, I wasn't making that many many friends, and then Shadim was there for me, and I feel like it was never forced, and I never was like, "Hey, I I need a friend. Will you be my friend?" It was just like Shadim was just there for me. Like she was there. She was willing to go through thick and thin to do whatever she wanted, like whatever I wanted, basically, if I needed. <laughs> to go out to eat or I wanted to hang out. Like she was just always wanting to be there for me. So I, I think that's my favorite memory of our friendship. Ball ball my eyes out.
0: No, I think I've been really just able to recognize how amazing of a person you are and how, if I really wanted to continue being in your life and watch you do the things that you've always dreamed of and flourish into this amazing young woman, I really had to put the effort in and prove that I want this friendship to last. And you have always pushed me to be a better person and I'm very high energy, excitable, whatever. And you're able to ground me when it's needed. And I just like how your friendship brings out the good in me. Maybe it's because they're both Capricorns. I don't know, but yeah.
1: Missy. No, it but makes- I do really appreciate you. And I love, I don't know. I, th- I think it's so silly that I say, I love this, but I love that. Like our friendship has gone through so many roller coaster points in our life. Like, right. and the fact that it's really hard when you're not and this is what I was trying to say earlier when I was like, oh, we're not in the same classes. Could we still, when I say that, we still hung out all through elementary school, middle school, and high school. But um, it really shows that even though you're not together all the time, that we put in the effort to still be friends and reach out to each other and make a point to stay in each other's lives. And I think that it was just for the best and that we were meant to be. We really were. we're like soulmates, of like friend, friend edition. I starred. wait, was that cross cross-starred lovers we shut up wait for yes <laughs> for lifers i'm not saying that you know what take it back i'm not saying a for lifer or lifer. i don't know that sounds uh so gen z we are gen z <laughs> whatever's below us okay millennial is that below no you? that's above us gen x oh ew And also, I want to shout out you. You're so sweet. You're so complimentary. Like you've complimented me so much. And by the way, I'm not that. I would like to think that I'm that girl in the sense that I am confident in myself and I appreciate where I'm at in life. So I think I'm that girl for that reason. But I shouldn't say that like I'm that girl because my life is perfect. Oh, yeah. No, no. I said a while
0: back in this episode that social media's picture of that girl is to be the perfect girl, you know. But the whole reason I started this podcast was because I'm so, so sick of seeing these stupid trends of girl boss, that girl, it girl, and whatever other girls there are, I don't know, where something meant to build up women it becomes twisted and totally unattainable. But one reason besides you being one of my best friends that I asked you here on this episode was because I know that you're that girl. You take care of yourself. And I don't mean you practice self-care through like face masks or you have the perfect life. I mean, you understand that life is full of growth and you're always looking for the next opportunity you can to be a better person, not only for yourself, but for your friends and family. You emit such good energy into the world and that's what being that girl is. So long as you want to be a good person, you're on the right track. That's all that matters.
1: Absolutely. I think being that girl really goes into the fact that You need to be self-aware and just be positive. So if you understand, I just feel like if you understand where you're at in your situation or where you're at in life and you can understand what you're going through and feel your feelings and then choose positivity from those situations or whether it's a good or bad situation and just choose to spread love and joy, it is such a key to life. I wish people could see that more, that spreading positivity and just choosing joy. It's just... It just makes your life so much better and it makes other people's life around you better.
0: Yes, I totally agree. Like surviving is honestly so hard on everyone. Just like living your day-to-day life is so difficult sometimes. We all have our own struggles and it's just not in the cards to have a good day every day or to not have a depressive episode. But when you are in control and when the day comes where you're ready and able to choose taking the necessary steps to bring positivity into the world, there's nothing better than that. Absolutely. And honestly, as important it is for that girl to have a strong friend network or just like a few close friends, it's also so important for her to be able to be alone. Absolutely, and I know that when Carolyn and I got back from college, the shock of being away from all of your friends and being away from people your age and kind of re-entering society by yourself is difficult. It can take a toll on your mental and definitely your confidence, and it's pretty isolating. But after that initial shock and fully understanding how your feelings of loneliness are valid and justified, it's not as uncommon as you think. You know, you have the chance to change a negative situation into a positive one. For me, like right now, I think I'm pretty isolated, but it's really become me time. Like this is a period of self-reflection and awareness. Since you and Gracie are both long distance and I can't see you as often as before, and most of my friends are either moved away, or they're still at school, or they're busy starting their own life, I'm kind of forced to become my own best friend. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all.
1: Yes, I just moved to Chicago. And let me tell you, when I said I have no friends moving to Chicago, I knew zero people (laughs) going to Chicago. It was wild. I definitely think too, I got lucky in the place I'm at with friends. I I think that things happen for a reason for sure, but it also was that I was putting out good, good energy into the world. So I think that that's how I got my friends, but I started doing things I like, like I love playing beach volleyball. So every weekend I play beach volleyball in the city and I have made so many friends and they've invited me out. And so it's been really nice to meet them and they're so inclusive and it's been super great. And also I have my work friends. I was super fortunate. I work with people that are mostly my age. So I'm surrounded by a lot of young people. I understand people going to the working world. Like some offices, they're just old people. You're just the only young person. That's unfortunate, but that's just one of the ways I made friends too.
0: Right. And
1: I've been super fortunate that my coworkers have been very inclusive too. And people understand that. I'm the new kid that doesn't have friends yet, and I've moved to a brand new city that I've never been to before. So I've been making friends that way. And I just feel like the key to where I'm at and how far I've made it is because I've just been genuinely nice to people and I've been genuinely myself around them. Yes. And that's too. Okay. So. When I first made one of my friends in Chicago, we were playing beach volleyball and I was just being myself. We were at a tournament and we ended up playing together. It was kind of a round robin tournament and she goes, oh my gosh, I love playing with you. And I said, stop. I love playing with you too. You're so sweet. And she goes, we should hang out outside of this. Like, I'll give you my number and we exchange numbers. And she is so nice and I really like her and I really hope our friendship continues to grow. But I have to say, like, out of the tournament, there was probably... 200 people there and I mean guys and girls but that just shows that there was a lot of people there and I didn't get 200 numbers leaving the tournament it just shows that not everyone is going to want to be your friend or not everyone's going to be there for you but there will be someone that fits your personality and fits the things that you like to do and just nurture that relationship like I'm trying to make as many events as I can to hang out with her and just show her that I want to be a true friend to her and that I want to grow our friendship so that hopefully we can continue to grow and I can continue to grow to make new friends and find new people. But that's just a key or that's just a piece of advice I had to give anyone to show that I am going through it right now where I came into a new situation, but it's not that hard as long as you put yourself out there and you just be yourself. Yeah,
0: I think it's really good and healthy that after your rough summer, you were able to eventually pull yourself out of your funk by putting yourself out of your comfort zone to find new friends. You were able to acknowledge that you didn't want to be in that same boat that you were in this past summer and you did something
1: about it. Absolutely and to go off that a little bit my dad after I graduate stressed into me so hard that you need to do scary things and be uncomfortable to be able to grow and if you don't do scary things or I shouldn't say scary things, but things that make you uncomfortable. If you don't try to be different change or grow yourself, you will never grow. You will never make those relationships. And so he's been really helpful because, what my job, going into my job was a brand new thing. It was really scary. And I'm not the type of person that goes out of my way and I'm very social, but in a new situation where I don't know anyone. So I've been really trying to listen to my dad's feedback and I've been doing things that are scary to me, like going to a volleyball tournament where I knew absolutely no one was really scary. And I messaged someone on Facebook. I got invited. I was accepted and that was scary, but it worked out. So I just want to say that it's okay to be uncomfortable and make scary decisions. And what would have happened in the worst case scenario? No one likes me. Okay. I go do something else. Like not everyone yes. in the world is going to like you, but you're going to find people that do. So just really put yourself out there and don't be afraid to be uncomfortable. Right. What's that YouTube channel? They like go out of
0: their comfort zone or something. It's such a good channel. I wish I could like put it no, in No, I don't
1: know what you're talking about, but I'm I would like, love to know.
0: No, it's like these, this group of people. It's like a group of guys that, do crazy things that are so out of their comfort zone but they they make amazing friendships and connections through it like they one time would like go in people's houses and cook food for them like it was
1: so cool yeah. I don't know like
0: it's so motivating you know I yeah. love that stuff
1: yeah when I was in Taiwan I for those that don't know what happened or <laughs> those of you that don't know I went to Taiwan with two basically strangers honestly at the time and we went and backpacked and we we're just biking. And one day we were sitting on someone's front porch. It didn't look like a front porch though. That's just how Taiwan kind of is. Yeah. And we were sitting there drinking water after biking for a really long day. And this lady came out and she was like, Oh my gosh. And she started speaking in Mandarin to my friend who knew it. And they were just chatting. And she's like, you need to come stay with us. Like we biked when we were really young, like you guys around the whole country and you need to come back and we'll spend the night and we'll cook you dinner. And he was kind of like, no we're good we're just gonna we were camping along the way so he's like we're just gonna camp on the beach but thank you so much and then it kind of looked stormy that night and um I was just like we should go why why camp in the rain when we can have someone who is willing to let us in and give us dinner and it was so cool what a crazy experience to do that she had her granddaughter that lived with her that was really little and so I was helping teach her English a little bit and it was just such a cool experience like putting yourself out there really pays off yeah like you
0: won't get those experiences in life without putting yourself out there like it's so important to take a risk you know yeah so I don't have an example that says cool or anything but I think about when I transferred to Virginia Tech my junior year and I only had like one friend there and for a while I just felt so comfortable in that friendship and I didn't really see the need to branch out because I figured oh I'm already having fun so there's really no need to make new friends and I also felt like even though I'm a sociable person making friends is scary for me and I also personally hate change and going to Virginia Tech with only one person from home was already change enough but I realized that I'm never I'm literally never going to make friends in life and make memories if I don't get out of my comfort zone. So I joined an honor frat there and I met such a diverse range of people that are so different in the absolute best ways. I didn't think that I'd like it because I was letting my own negative ideas cloud my thoughts. But after I opened myself up to the idea, I met some amazing people that I've always been looking for. You know, I've never met someone who's like, really into the eco-sustainability movement on the same level that I am. And I couldn't really talk to anyone about that stuff all the time. But the first person I really met in that frat turned out to be one of the most amazing people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. She turned out to even be my big. We really connected over our love for nature, our hatred for Jeff Bezos, she even told me that tech offers a beekeeping class and now I'm about to start a hive this early spring. So Anna Abel, if you're listening, thank you for being so cool and a for lifer. Sorry to say it again, but uh, but yeah, sorry. Getting out of your comfort zone and putting yourself out there is so daunting, but it can be so rewarding and that definitely outdoes the daunting part of it. And that that experience of finally connecting with a person that understands me on a level similar to you and Gracie, it reminded me that there are other people out there and I shouldn't limit myself. And I was doing just that, limiting myself by finding refuge in friends that didn't support me or want what's best for me because they reminded me of home like Nova, you know, and I didn't want to lose that feeling. I had a couple of friends that I really shouldn't have put as much stock into as I did, but I did because I was too comfortable to leave them behind. But after meeting new people that share my interest and support me, like Rachel Brandon, if you're listening, and after further exploring friendships that I've already had, but didn't pursue like I should have, like Maddie Boyd, if you're also listening, I realized that no matter how new or old a friendship is. You have to make sure that they're people that genuinely want what's best for you and don't belittle you out of jealousy, insecurity, or just a lack of regard or empathy. As I said, I hate change. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Even though I know how necessary it is for growth. I've taken a couple of risks this past year alone to leave behind people that just weren't healthy for me. Like when I had this idea for the podcast in January, I felt like I couldn't tell one of my closest friends at the time out of the fear of being judged. I didn't want to let my perception of this one individual and how they were going to react to my idea hinder me actually starting the podcast. And you know, yeah, the podcast could be an absolute train wreck. Maybe no one's listening right now, but I'm having fun making memories and we're sponsored now. And I have you on the show. Like, I would have missed out on all this fun stuff if I let that happen. And even though it was really hard at first, like losing people that you love, I immediately felt relief. Like I could finally grow into myself and put more effort into the friendships that would actually become something healthy and beautiful.
1: Yeah. And also to go off that, like, I'm so proud of you and I love you. And I think that you've done such great things with your life and you have, you're going to go such great places. I also think you're probably going to make more mistakes and that's oh, yeah. okay. not with, not with our friendship, but <laughs> me. like, I just hope that you grow so much more because you've grown already not saying you need to, I hope I say this right. I'm going to start over, start over. (laughs) Cause it sounds weird that I'm saying, I I never know how to talk. No, but this is good. Like it's raw. Like it's, it's informal. It's fun. Yeah. But I, I love you. And I think that you're going to go such great places. I think that you are a forever evolving person for the better and that things will just always keep going for you and you work so hard to be that type of person that's constantly growing and I love that for you. To go off what you said about how like you've had friends that weren't very nice, it just blows my mind when people aren't nice. It blows my mind. (laughs) Let me tell you, I'm like why do you have to be mean. What's the purpose that you have to degrade someone for something that maybe has nothing to do with your passions? Like who cares? Like cheer them on, be their biggest supporter. Yeah. And I feel like I we we are like that for each other because we are content and with who we are and we are not confident in within ourselves. Ourself. Yes. Yeah. Like I don't need your constant, Oh my gosh. Yay. Love you. Good job to be able to do the things that I do, but I appreciate it. And I love it. And I think that's why we are great friends is because I don't need to make you feel bad about yourself to make myself feel better. Yeah. It's so easy to tear
0: your friends down because you're just, you're not happy with who you are, or you think that they look better than you or they, whatever, whatever your insecurity is, it doesn't matter. Life isn't a competition, especially with friends. You don't make friends to compete with them. You're both different individuals. And if you view your friend as a threat instead of a safe space, then maybe the issue lies within your own self-confidence and how you view your own worth. For example, I have a nose with a hook in it because I'm Middle Eastern. Growing up in a predominantly white area, there was not a lot of diversity in the whole nose types. So I didn't have the conventionally attractive nose for that area. But even though I was insecure in my own nose, I never let that insecurity impact any of my friendships because even though I was definitely an insecure teenager, I never compared me to my friends because that's like comparing apples to oranges. I mean, now I love my nose, but even when I didn't, I was never so insecure that I had to tear other people down to make me feel better about myself because of my own body issues.
1: I would say my biggest insecurity, which is so funny because you're the total opposite. I'm probably so insecure about, I just never did well in school and I never thought I was smart. So I would say my biggest insecurity is being, not being book smart and you are so book smart and but you're also people smart too. Don't take that in the wrong way, but you're so, you were always so good at school and I never let I never judged what you were doing or compared. I never compared myself to you because of where you were at. I'm completely different. And I'm also smart in different ways. I maybe wasn't the type of person that was good at test taking. So school wasn't my thing, but that doesn't mean that I'm not as smart as any other person. Right. I know you've always been so supportive of me in school because
0: I know that you're confident in your own skin and not once did I ever feel like, I threatened you where you threatened me. For me, I played soccer and lacrosse in high school and I loved it. I was decent, but I wasn't the best by any means. Carolyn always excelled in all the sports she took on like soccer, swimming, tennis and obviously volleyball. But I never felt less than her because I saw her as my friend, my my best friend at that, someone that I wanted to cheer on through all of her milestones and I was just so proud of her. Like I'm still so proud of her and if I were to tear her down because I was so insecure that I wasn't as athletic or accomplished as her she wouldn't just stop being athletic she would have just left me behind rightfully so and continued doing what she loved like that's the obvious
1: answer to that yeah I love you so much and I'm so glad that you invited me onto this and I just thank you for the chit chat I hope that everyone enjoyed it because I certainly enjoyed our talk I, I love, love it. you always. And I always love our talk. So I'm just, again, thank you so much for having me on. I feel so honored to be your guest.
0: Oh my God. Thank you for joining me. This was definitely exciting and new and kind of a last minute decision on my end. So thank you so much for taking the time. Once again, we are long distance, so it was definitely a challenge of zoom, but I had so much fun with you. If you guys liked, me having someone else on here we just where we just kind of mess around and spill our guts whatever please leave us a good review on the apple podcast store it would mean so much to me seriously please consider it and if you hated it have any advice you want to share questions comments concerns the dms on instagram are always open the instagram is at so you want to be that girl And please follow to get updated on the show and everything. I did announce on there that the episode would be released Tuesday. So if you want to stay in the loop, definitely give us a follow. And I hope you all have a great rest of your week. So until next time. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we will see you then. Bye. Bye! Bye!